You're listening to the Seek First podcast for students with Stephanie Akiyama and Kurt Petersheim. I always like our little beat coming in. I do too. It like just so a little pick me up. Jacob, did you make this beat? Did you make the beat? He's not in here. <laughs> I'm not yelling at <laughs> our producer. Jacob's our producer. Is no, not in here. He's gone. <laughs> I don't know if he made that. It's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Anyway, um, welcome back. Yeah. First student. Glad y'all are here. Yes. It is raining really hard, and if it, it gets crazy, we might have to pause for a second or something like that. <laughs> what was that? You, Jacob, we were just asking if you created the beat that 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 intros our the podcast. Did you make the beat? Music. Nice. <laughs> it's been lifted. It's we been like it. Yeah. <laughs> Super good. Yes. Well, um, I, what I love about this podcast is um, just we've gotten so many great questions from students and even some parents have, have yeah. chimed in, but um, just such a broad array of topics and things that right. we've talked about so far. Um, so the last several weeks, if you've been joining us, um, we've been talking a little bit more about witnessing, sharing our faith and, th- and things like that. Um, so kind of in the same vein, but also sort of taking a turn, um, we thought it'd be great to just start talking a little bit about apologetics yes. and um, just and 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 kind of what that looks like as Christian people to kind of think about how do I defend what I believe? How do I explain some of these things? Right. Because um, we had some great questions about that, whether about um, do you, just the actual existence of God or the Bible. Um, like, why do we believe the Bible? We'll get into that in right. a few weeks. Yeah. Um, all that. Yeah, it's going to be so, good. Like, yeah. like y'all... Tune in because we've got some great topics coming up, just some very practical ways that you as a believer can strengthen your faith in knowing what you know, that you know, that you know, (laughs) and also in sharing with others just the reason for the for the hope that you have. Yeah. And and if you're listening and you're not a Christian or not, not don't believe in God, maybe even at all. Look, one, welcome. Yes. Thank you so much. We're yes. glad you listened. Um, and, and we really want to encourage you, just keep listening. Or again, if you are a believer, you're a Christian or whatever, and you, if you have a, a friend who maybe you're, you'd love, you would love to have these conversations with, um, whether they are just sort of on the fence of believing in Jesus or walking with Him, whether they go to church or whether they don't, or if they're an atheist or an agnostic or whatever they might claim to be, um, that's okay. We would encourage you, please invite them to listen. Share yeah. this with a friend. Because, um, yeah, we just want these conversations to be hopefully just some uh, sort of a catalyst for more conversation. Right. right, and to send you to the Word. Yeah. Like, we yes. want you to truly seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yes. That is what these conversations are all about yeah. is um, just kind of wetting your whistle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want to shy away, right? We don't want to shy right. away from hard questions. Yes. So a little, maybe a little disclaimer at the beginning of this one. Um, now I don't, maybe if you fancy yourself uh, an apologist. Or no, any kind of, I do not. I sir. don't really, yeah, I don't <laughs> right. really fancy myself. An I apologist. did a lot of research um, for this one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if either of us are experts in these fields or anything like that. Um, we've both done our fair share of research search either yeah. whether this past week or just over the years yeah um, just because they're interesting things yeah. and I have delved into this a good bit but there are lots and lots of people smarter than I and I probably smarter than you yes. I, you know, <laughs> yeah uh, definitely um, yeah that yeah. have lots of great things to say about all these so most of what we're gonna probably be talking about is just so and so said or here yes. we got this or yeah whatever and I'll, I'll share some at the end of just some folks that um, 
that I like to listen to and have listened to some resources yeah. and things like that. And I know you have some as yeah. well. So as always, Stephanie is the copious <laughs> note preparer, which is, no, honestly, it's great because I, we were even talking about like, where do we want to start with this? And Stephanie's really good at kind of, you're, you're just great at being able to go like, here's where we need to start this conversation. Right. So why don't well, you steer a little bit and all right. I'll, I'll jump in and we'll just, we'll converse. Yes. Go so, so we did have the question. It started off as a question from Maggie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shout out to Maggie. Hello, hey, Maggie. Um, and she was just asking for um, uh, reasonable defenses for the Christian faith, right? I don't, I don't know yeah. how she worded it, but basically that's yeah. what that's what she was asking for. And so um, the discipline of apologetics really started um, in ancient times, and it comes from the word apologia, which is a legal term. When you were accused of something, mm-hmm. um, you would go before the court and you would offer your defense right. or your apologia. And so, what this it, this is where the word like apology comes from. When we say right. offer an apology for the Christian faith, we're not saying to say I'm sorry yeah. for the Christian faith. Like it's a totally we're different not word. Apologizing for God? <laughs> no, or like that. he needs no apology. Yeah. Um, and so. Um, when we say that, when we say apologetics, that is what we are talking about. The, the discipline of apologetics is defending mm-hmm. or offering answers and also commending the Christian faith. But also, I love the way um, Evan Posey says that um, apologetics is really removing obstacles. Yeah. Uh, to believe right. the Christian faith, like just yeah. taking things that maybe people believe, some some misbelief, and kind of moving it out of the yeah. way and helping them to to kind of get on a right path in how to believe yeah. about Christianity. I like the way that that's put because you know it's not like we. I really believe as a Christian, or look if and and by the way we might use some of these terms. So if I, even if I say theist, a theist right. would be just somebody who believes in God, right? right. Um, we are Christian theists, but <laughs> there are there are people out there who are theists who aren't necessarily Christians, right? Right. But we're just going to kind of start there. Um, but you know, I don't. I really think like what the best way to sort of approach that is exactly like what Evan says there, where it's not that we have to apologize for God or even create these uh, these reasons or these things right. because he has created the reasons and he has put in place everything that we need to know him. Yeah. I think for us just to kind of view it that way of like, man, I think we can just help remove some things that might help that might make people stumble yeah. over a certain reason or a certain logic or just something that they've experienced or questions that they yes. have. Right. Um, Absolutely. So that's a great way. And um, so that apologia word, apologia, apologia um, in Greek. So back to, we, we shared this verse a couple of weeks ago. So if I can go ahead and yes. read this one, first Peter three, uh, 15, he says this, he says, but in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. And he says, always be, pe- always be prepared to give an answer in some version say a defense. That's, yeah. that's our word. Apologia. Right. Um, to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. So there it is. It's yep. in the Bible where Peter's like, man, let's always be ready to defend what we believe yeah. if and when the case calls for it. Yes. I love that. Now, listen, I want to say that there are some assumptions mm-hmm. um, that we as Christians have when we are defending our faith. Okay, there are just a couple of assumptions that we can kind of rest on. Um, Number one, the Christian faith is reasonable. Right. It's reasonable. Right. Um, And we are going to walk through some... um, arguments, I guess you would say, some some reasons that we can believe that it mm-hmm. is reasonable. Number two is the Christian faith is 
historical. Yep. Our faith is not just a theory, right? right? Um, th- uh, there is a person who actually lived right. who we can we can we can uh, subject this to historical inquiry, right? We can. He is. It is historical. Our faith is rooted in actual historical events. Yes. Right. Whether Old Testament all the way through New Testament through right. It, it, the central thing being the death and resurrection of Jesus, right? right. Real history. Right. We're there were witnesses to this. Yeah. There were people other than Christians who had mm-hmm. really no reason to say that this happened, who write about it, Josephus. Yep. So anyway, there it, it is historical. So we can we can rest on that. Um, the Christian faith is distinctive. Mm-hmm. It's special. Yep. It's not just like every other Right. faith. Um, there are some who believe that um, God is at the top of a mountain and it doesn't matter which way you get up, uh, get up the mountain. You can go up this path, this path, this path, but eventually you get up to God. We do not believe that. Right. The Christian faith is distinctive. I actually had someone ask me recently about that, like, what makes Christianity different? And we'll get right. into it um, we will. a little bit more, but it, it absolutely is. Hint, grace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the cross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there are absolute reasons why we as Christians can say... Um, you know, we, uh, apart from every religion in the world, hold some things that are different and understand things differently right. and know that there is a real historical, reasonable relationship, right, that yes. that we actually have with God. Yes. Others simply cannot claim. That's exactly right. So good. And the last thing is um, the assumption that we that we assume is that the Christian faith is essential. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth defending guys. Right. It is, uh, eternity hangs in the balance. And so it is, it's worth doing the hard work to think about these things and to think about the reason, like first Peter says, the, the or like Peter says, the reason to give, uh, um, for your hope, for the hope yeah. that you have, think about that, right. how you can give a, a reason for that. And right. so, um, but I love, uh, the scripture that, that Kurt read first Peter three, 15 through 16, um, because it says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have. But listen to this. Mm-hmm. Listen in, people. Lean in and listen. Because <laughs> here's what the very next verse says. It's going to step on us a little bit. <laughs> I know. Listen how to this. We do it. But do this with gentleness and respect. Yeah. Keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander, for heaven's (laughs) sakes. So look, um, it matters how we defend our faith. And guys, um, I I just want to tell you, don't argue this over the interweb. Like, like this is, it is just not a great place to, to argue. You just, it's just not personal. This is so relational. Yeah. You, the reason why we give a defense for our faith is because we love the person we're talking to. We mm-hmm. care about the person we're talking to. We desire that they know Jesus. The reason is not to be right. right. <laughs> That's not the reason that we are arguing. We are arguing to introduce them to their Savior. Yeah. I think the, it seems like the platform nowadays is, is maybe like TikTok. <laughs> I mean, yes. honestly, where Look, I know you can find videos of like someone kind of explaining something on TikTok and you can just post that or share that or do kind of do your own or whatever, or it didn't have to be TikTok or whatever social media platform we might use. I've seen for the little bit older people, maybe it's Facebook, you can get on there and it's arguments and, or you're just sharing or resharing a post that somebody else did. Um, And look, that's all fine and great. I mean, you can obviously share things that have to do with your faith and and want to promote it that way. Um, But yeah, the... 
that in and of itself is never going to be something that wins people to know Jesus, yeah. right? That just because we're resharing something, because right. I know we can all be like that. Where it's just, ooh, if I post this, I know right. that person's <laughs> going to see it and they're going to be convinced and they're going to, or it's just going to like, ooh, that's going to prove my point. Right. Um, and look, again, yeah, I, I like that you said that. It's not, none of this that we're talking about today or the next couple of weeks as we do this is is about um, how do you just win an argument or, right. <laughs> or you know, how do you prove a point really well? Um, yes. It's simply, we do want to give you some tools in your right. tool belt. We, we want to help you see it's reasonable. Faith is, re- our faith in Christ, in, in Christ is reasonable. Um, but ultimately, yes, we want to just kind of open up doors for conversation that happen within relationship yes. that we have with people. Yes. Um, it's because, a way to serve others. Yeah. And if yeah. you know somebody who is, yeah, I like that. It's a way to serve others. And if you know somebody who is, um, man, just struggling with their faith or their belief in God in mm-hmm. general, I mean, anybody that I've ever known like that, more than anything, they just really want to know that you would be willing to just converse with them about it. Yes. Just talk to them about it. They right. don't need people shouting at them or no. whatever. Or trying to just win an argument or Arguments. be right. I, yeah. A friend of mine once said, you can be right or you can be righteous. And we want to be righteous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and sometimes we can be wrong in how we're right. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, manners matter, people. Yeah, manners yeah. matter. Because, yeah, you could absolutely, if you're a Christian, there's a lot of things you know that an atheist person might not know and yeah. that we believe. And you can absolutely say those things in a wrong way. You yeah. can say those things in a way that's hurtful, demeaning, uh, whatever. Right. And, and, and intention matters, yes. right? That we're not going into those things going, man, like, my whole goal here is to win. Yeah. Because, again, if you want to win an argument more than you want to win a soul, then I think you're missing something. (laughs) Ouch. Um, Because, yeah, Yeah. we want to know, we want to, we want to help people see and know Jesus. That's exactly. You know? And that's, that's done, exactly, like Peter said, with right. gentleness. And that's Peter talking. Gentleness and respect. Peter wasn't known for those things. He wasn't known for those things. I would guess yeah. even he probably had some times where he was like, man, I, I didn't do that with gentleness and respect. Right. He probably did. Yes. And so he's writing this going, look, from, from experience, yeah. <laughs> do this with yes. gentleness. Never yeah. Mind. And even in Acts, what the, his his great sermon right at Pentecost when he says, "And you killed Jesus." <laughs> yeah, Red, <laughs> that was with I mean, he's that was forward. with love. Yeah, that, that, that was with love. Yeah, that's exactly right. So look, I did want to break down just a few things in that verse, First Peter, and we're going to jump into the apologetics. But uh, there were just a couple things that jumped out that I just wanted to mention. One is it says, "But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord." So listen, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, have you set apart Christ as Lord yeah. in your heart? Have you done the hard work? Have you wrestled with some of these questions? Because listen, guys, wrestling with these questions strengthens your faith. Absolutely. When you're asked a question, wrestle with it. Don't just take it at surface value or go, oh, in order to be a good Christian, I just need to believe all of this without reason. Mm-hmm. But wrestle with it yourself. The next one is um, be prepared. Be prepared to give an answer. Um, this is not get. P- Peter doesn't say that this is an option. He doesn't say, "Oh, if you're a pastor or if you're a worship leader, <laughs> yeah. or if you're on church staff, that's that's the people that need to be prepared." He's calling everyone out to be prepared to yeah. give this answer. He's and, writing this to many, many Christians in many cultures. Actually, if you read the beginning of the letter, right? So he's not. Yeah, he's not just talking to pastors or whoever. That's he's exactly talking to right. Christians all yeah. over the place. Everybody. Be yeah. prepared. <laughs> that's exactly you're, right. You're studying. Right. Learn. Wrestle grow, with it yourself. Wrestle with these things. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly Great right. Great point. Okay. Next, it says to give an answer. Now, listen, guys, in order to give an answer, you don't go into a conversation all guns blazing. Mm-hmm. You go in listening. Yeah. 
you listen. You listen to where they are, what questions they have, right. what are they actually struggling with, so that they don't say, well, I don't know, is is the earth a billion years old? And, and you go, well, you know what? Let me tell you how I know that Jesus raised from the dead. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you weren't listening to my, <laughs> to my question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think... Go ahead. Just if I can, yeah, just to, I think that's a great point because we're so, again, we're so quick to want to make points that we right. might miss a, a, a real question or just to not be so quick to think I have all these answers that we miss where that person just is right now. Absolutely. You know, because good night, I mean, good night. We've all been in a place where there was just some kind of hang up we had about yeah. something, whether it's faith or other things. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a great point just to think like if you were getting tutored in math, right. And you were struggling with geometry right. and your teacher was explaining to you algebra, right. that's not helpful. <laughs> right. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you gotta be willing to go, okay, I'm, you're talking geometry. Let's talk geometry yes. right now. Right. And that's why it is. It does matter. Right. Yes. And look, I know you may be listening in your middle school, high school, and you don't have all the answers and nobody does, right. but you <laughs> might be sitting there thinking, I have no answers. I don't even know some of these things. That's okay. But go get prepared. That's exactly right. Yeah. And listen, listen, guys, the basis of all this is relationship. Mm -hmm. This isn't, this isn't go out and bash someone with your Bible. This is have a conversation, listen to them, see where they are and what see they need. Yeah. And if they ask you a question that you have absolutely no clue, then you can say, that is a great question. Let me, yeah. let me talk to my pastor. Let me talk to my yeah. parents. Let me, whatever I will, I'll, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to get back with you because yeah. that's a great question. Yep. Um, and then the last thing, and we already touched on this, but do this with gentleness and respect. Again, that's a person on the other end of this argument. And so yeah. just make sure that you treat them as such. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, some of the questions that are great um, to kind of disarm People, when you're in an argument or not an argument, when you're trying to give a reason mm -hmm. for what you believe, um, because some people, this can be a little um, triggering and, and it can make them kind of angry and like, why right. do you believe that? Or why are you doing that? Or why, you know, um, and so some of the questions that you can ask instead of saying you're an idiot, if you don't believe this, like, don't go that route, guys, don't do it. But say, have you ever considered? Right. Or, yeah. um, um, you might be surprised to learn that, mm -hmm. blah, 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 right? Yeah. Um, or what I hear you saying is, now this means that you're listening. Right. They say something yeah. and you say, what I hear you saying is, mm -hmm. and you repeat it back to them to make sure that you are listening to what the question that they're asking. Yeah. Um, and so just going in with that kind of attitude that you yeah. really want to help them. Yeah, those are all, man, those are really good points. Hope you guys are listening to that and just to, to start that conversation, right? And be willing, again, just willing to hear where they're at, right? willing to, to dialogue. And look, by the way, these conversations that we're talking about, if you're, if you're willing to have them with people, um, might be years and years of conversation. Absolutely. Years and years. Yeah. Don't ever go into one of these conversations thinking, we're going to talk one time and I'm going to win <laughs> and they're going to get baptized. You know, <laughs> right. like you can go in yeah. with, and maybe God does that by a miracle and that'd be amazing. Sometimes yeah. I'm sure he does. Right. Right. But <laughs> always go in thinking, I want to listen. I want to have compassion, gentleness, and respect. Right. Pray for the person. Pray yeah. about the situation. Pray about the conversation. Um, and just expect that it might be hard. Right. It might be answers you don't have. Again, like you just said, Stephanie, that we can go look for them if we need to look for answers. Yeah. Come back. But man, just be willing to get into the get into the nitty gritty if we need to yeah. and, and be willing to have the conversation. Yeah. I think that means a lot to people. And praying and allowing the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Like we've been talking about for the, for the past three weeks, 
well, the past whole podcast is it's just yeah. being in the word, praying and yeah. just allowing the Holy Spirit to use you how he how he would. Um, the other thing is when when you're engaging in these conversations, um, just be thinking about zeroing in on what really matters. Yeah. Um, there are tertiary um, issues mm-hmm. that people can bring up just to just to kind of. I don't know, start an argument. Right. Um, but the things that really matter is basically, does God exist? Mm -hmm. Um, did Jesus raise from the dead and is Jesus Lord? (laughs) Right. Like those are really the the, the big ones ones that if you can move the conversation towards those questions, towards answering those things, those are the biggies. And the other one, maybe is the Bible true? Oh, is about, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Those are some core, um, beliefs Mm -hmm. that the other things are, are second. The other thing, not that they're not important, but, but they're secondary compared to the primary things that, that you want to just kind of guide the conversation towards. Um, and then the last thing that I would say on this is um, dig deep yourself. Yeah. Just spend, spend the time. And do the work. Digging in. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'd say I was probably, I don't know about you, I was probably 19, 20, eh, probably a little older than that even when I really started getting into this stuff for myself. Yeah. Of like reasonable faith. Yes. You know, not just to say the Bible says this, uh, but why does the Bible say it? Or right. why do I believe this? So, yeah. you know, again, I we understand a lot of you listening are, are young, much younger than, than 21, 22. Yeah. Um, but man, you can start now just just to start learning and growing there's so many good resources out there again I'll we'll we'll name some folks here at the end but um man just be willing be mm-hmm. willing to look for the answers where they're at um talk to your pastors talk to your parents talk to people that you know who are maybe a little older and wiser have some good thoughts and um you know do do the work you know because I think it's worth it it is you know to have these conversations yeah it strengthens your faith as well absolutely um and speaking of faith one of the things that um that we were going to go into before we talked about uh, the actual um, types of arguments that we can that we can have with um, mm-hmm. defending our faith is defining faith. Like, what yeah. is faith? What do we mean when we say we believe in Jesus or we have faith in Jesus? What do we mean? Because yeah. you will run into um, philosophers, uh, especially. I feel like when when you get to college, you run into some of these philosophies um, and people who are really trying to test your faith. And I wanted to read um, a quote from a guy named Sam Harris. He's an atheist. Uh, he's a neuroscientist. He's an author, and he says, "He's here's here's his quote about faith." He says, "Tell a devout Christian that his wife is cheating on him, or that frozen yogurt can make a man invisible, and he is likely to require as much evidence as anyone else." However, tell him that the book he keeps by his bed was written by an invisible deity who will punish him for eternity if he fails to accept its every incredible claim about the universe, and he seems to require no evidence whatsoever. (laughs) Now, it is real, real easy to make anyone who is... um, has any kind of religious faith look really silly mm-hmm. if that's the way that you define faith. Right. But that is not the way that we are defining faith. His definition of faith is flawed. He's saying that faith is believing in these outrageous claims without needing any reason or justification. Um, and that is just not so. Like Christians don't think about things. Right. Don't, you know, it, yeah, it is. It's kind of a, an assumption. It, um, 
it's, it's, it's kind of what we call a, a red herring, right? It's sort of right. an argument that's sort of misleading. Yeah. And kind of going, you know what? Here, here's where yeah. I'm starting. Yeah. I'm starting from this assumption that you're, when you say faith, you're just talking some blind, you know, blind belief in right. something that you have no evidence and no proof for. But yeah, yeah as Christians, we're going, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Back to train up, Sally. Not at all what that, we're yep, that's exactly uh, right. Hebrews 11 1. Can I, can I read this mm-hmm. real quick? It says this It says, Now faith, this is Hebrews 11 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So we do agree. Yeah, there's things we, we don't see yet, right? And we right. have this kind of level of, of hope. But here, here's what he says after that. He says, uh, this is what the ancients were commended for. And he says, verse 3, by faith, here, here's a cool word, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that is what is so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So he like the author of Hebrews is actually kind of connecting this understanding and this logic with yeah. this idea of faith that we yeah, we have faith in God this what we would call trust, belief, right. hope that would, yeah, we don't see him and and there are things that we have to kind of stand on to go look no there's I don't have full comprehension and obviously we we do believe in things that are unseen and invisible right. Right. Uh, like Paul says in 2 Corinthians but there's a level of understanding and logic and reason that that kind of undergirds the faith that we have. Yes. And it's not that we're just standing on air. Right. We're standing on something solid. That word hope that he said that we hope for, that word means to like stand on something absolute and certain. Right. Right. So again, yeah. Christianity is, I think, is the furthest thing in the world from nonsensical. Right. <laughs> and, and when illogical. you read when you read the heroes of the faith right. that are in yep. that chapter, mm-hmm. Hebrews 11, when you go back to their stories, you see they did have doubt. They Absolutely. they did have yeah. to think, and they did have yep. um, uh, um, putting out the fleece. I forget his name. It's like Gideon. Gideon. Thank you. Oh my gosh, it just totally <laughs> yeah. escaped me. Gideon puts out the fleece, and he's like, God, I I I think I hear you, but I'm going to put out this thing, so I'm going to need for you to prove yourself. Yep. So all of them had good old doubt. Thomas, right? Yes, Thomas. Right. Aww, A yeah. guy is standing in front of Jesus, going, "Right, uh, you said you were raised from the dead, and I and I see you, but I think you're probably a ghost or some right. kind of apparition. You didn't really. I'm rise. gonna need to touch your hand. To touch. Yeah. 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 And he does, and you know what I mean. And he's like, I, I doubt this, but I I need evidence and I need proof. Who, by the way, and we're gonna get into this later about all these guys who saw yeah. him alive, right? And you know, were willing to go to their deaths for it. You know what yes. I mean? Like, there's evidence there, and there's yes. proof, and it's reasonable. Right. Yes, at the same time, there are things in the Bible that are absolutely beyond human logic. He is and, an infinite God. Yes, if and, anyone claims to completely understand an infinite God, they is crazy. Time. You, you crazy. <laughs> yeah, run from yes, them. Yeah, there yeah. are certain things. My, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts right. are not your thoughts. Isaiah 55. So, you know, some of the things. But again... And I think hopefully we'll get to the point where we can even say even the miraculous yeah. that we have logic there because we start from the premise that this is God we're talking about. Yes, who is the creator and designer of even physical law? Right, right. Can yeah. he split a sea that he created? Why yep. not? <laughs> yes, he, he can. Can he undo death? Why not? You know, he created life. So anyway, we, yes. we don't start from a premise of oh, just because we think it's probably possible. It, we start from the premise of who is God and what is he like? Yes. You know, right. rationally and logically, does that make sense? And yep. if it does, then I think all these other things follow. Yep. Okay. And here's the thing. We live by faith every mm-hmm. single yeah. day. Yes, we there do. are things. I was thinking, okay, when I get sick and I go to the doctor, 
I take on faith that he or she was a good student in medical school, <laughs> that they know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yep. Um, I take on faith that the microscopic invisible organisms that I cannot see that they say are invading my body is the problem. And the medicine that they are going to prescribe to me is the answer. I take this on faith. Then I go to the pharmacy and I take on faith that this person with the degree hanging on the wall, hopefully they know what they're doing and they put these pills in a bottle. Look, on faith, I pop that thing in my mouth and swallow (laughs) it. (laughs) I like that you said the thing on the wall too, because it's like, you know, we talk about scripture, which we're going to get into, but why do do we believe that? (laughs) Because we we see something and read it and I'm like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Yes. And so we all have this gear of faith. This is, we take it all on faith. Um, Getting on a plane. (laughs) You take that on faith that the pilot paid attention yeah. in, in, in pilot school. That it's whatever, not like whatever. Jerry's first day on the job and he's not, you know, this guy knows something That's that exactly you don't right. know. That's, I was even thinking when you stand across from someone saying for richer or for poorer in sickness yeah. and in health, like that, right. there's a lot of faith up in there that, mm-hmm. that, that that marriage is going to work. But again, is it... Even though that, that's a great example too, because even though that's faith, right? Right. We have faith that this person's going to be faithful to me and I'll be faithful. Right. Even that though, we can go, man, there's there's a reason that I have the faith. That's the thing. There's a reason there. Yes. Because I know this person. Yes. And there's a history and there's yes. real logic and I can think rationally about yep. it. Not just that, you know, I'm not like marrying a box of Cheerios, <laughs> right. like I'm marrying a real person. Right. Who, you know, anyway. Yes. So the question is, uh, what are you putting your faith in? Um, Carl Sagan was a very intelligent naturalist, Mm -hmm. but he even believed by faith in something that was unprovable. Here is a quote by Carl Sagan. He says, and this guy was the big bang theory originator. He's the one who came up with the term at least. I don't anyway. Yep. And here, here is what he says. The cosmos is all that is or ever was or ever will be our feeblest contemplations of the cosmos stir us. There's a tingling in the spine, a catch in the voice, a faint sensation of a distant memory, as if we were falling from a great height. We know we are approaching the greatest of mysteries. (laughs) Wow. Yes. That guy's worshiping. <laughs> Look, that's, that's exactly, exactly what he's doing. What he's doing. Yeah. We could put the word God in place of cosmos mm-hmm. and we would go, yeah, <laughs> right? That is faith. And here's what faith is not, okay? Faith is not having zero doubt. Right. All right? We wrestle with doubt all the time. Spurgeon actually said faith is wrestling with doubt. Like that's, that is how you're strengthening your faith yeah. is you're wrestling with doubt. The willingness to look and seek and pursue God in the doubt. Because listen, the the truths of God can withstand your doubt. They can. All right. Faith is not believing without reason. Mm -hmm. Our faith is reasonable. We're going to get into some of those next week. Um, How you can believe that your faith is reasonable, how you can prove that your faith is reasonable. We're not going to talk about proving the existence of God. We're going to talk about proving that it's reasonable that God exists. So your faith is, Uh, is reasonable. Um, The last one that I would say is that your faith is not just intellectual. Right. Um, Our faith is always grounded in a person. Yeah. Jesus doesn't call us to place our faith in a belief or philosophy or or an idea. He says, believe in me. Yeah. John 3.16 says, um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Philippian jailer said, 
what do I need to do to be saved? And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, right? So we're believing in a person. It's a relationship. It's not this ethereal idea, this philosophy out there. Um, yeah. Hey Amen. Just to, so I, I would just kind of end today like this, just this thought about, um, man, as you were reading that Carl Sagan thing, again, this, this guy... And it was kind of hard to tell where he was at the end of his life. I even read where he said, you know, he, he believed there might be some sort of super intelligence to everything yeah. where he could, it was hard to deny that even Einstein said, I don't think Einstein ever became a Christian, but so. Einstein was pretty clear that he saw the universe as so well put together. He, he likened it to like a great library um, that if you walked in it, you would have to say somebody did this, right. somebody put this in order. Yeah. Um, but man, just to think that... Like when I read Romans 1, for instance, and the way Paul describes all human beings and the way that we're created by God, that we have this... <laughs> I hope y'all can hear the rain. It sounds really cool. I, um, yeah. But man, Good we timing. have this thing inside of us that is... It's wonder, yeah. right? It's wonder. It's awe. It's amazement. Even Carl Sagan, what you just read, he was describing this spine thing, right? This, yeah. This thing inside of us that looks at... That kind of looks out. Yeah. That looks beyond and goes, something about this makes me wonder. Something about this draws me in, yeah. right? And how is it? I'll just end it here for myself to kind of jump forward to next week. But um, how is it that that is a universal reality for every person? Yeah. That we all have that wonder, yeah. right? My, my answer would be because we're created to have it. Yeah. You know, and I think it's very reasonable to think that. So I love that. And, and I'm going to end reading the scripture that Kurt was one of the scriptures that Kurt was alluding to in Romans one that says for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Yeah. So these are the, and uh, maybe to highlight the word people. Yeah. <laughs> people are without excuse, but right. these are people. That's exactly Everybody right. we know, you might be one of them, or it might be a friend or a family member. If, if, if you're struggling with these things, understanding, believing, or someone you know and love is, it's a, it's a person. You're a person. They're people. So we have compassion. We have love. Right. And at the end of the day, man, we... We just want to, again, start a conversation and go, I like that you said that, you know, maybe, maybe there, maybe it's reasonable to say you were created this way and can we, can we go from there with that conversation? So next week we'll jump into that a little bit more of just, let's, let's, we're going to start talking about some, what we call arguments for the existence of God and, um, uh, you an know, hopefully, apology. yeah, an, an apology, apology, an apology. Hopefully for, that'll be edifying yeah. and encouraging to yes. all of you. So again, hey, hey, please, um, we would love for you guys to share this podcast with a friend. Um, please do that. Just even if, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a Christian friend or not, whoever, anybody that you can just think of, we just encourage you think of one person and send them a text right now and just say, Hey, would you give this a listen? Um, cause we do want this to be a resource again, that's just helpful and edifying and encouraging. And maybe again, start some conversations. Yeah. Yeah. It could even be a way that you could start witnessing to someone. You could say, hey, if you'll listen to it, I'm going to listen to it. Let's meet at the coffee shop and discuss it or whatever. Just, yeah. 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 Awesome. So awesome. Thank you guys so much once again for listening. And as always, seek seek first first the the kingdom kingdom of God. God.
Thank you for listening to the Seek First podcast. We hope and pray that you have been encouraged and empowered to seek first the kingdom and righteousness of God in every area of your life. If you are a teen or young adult and have a question or topic that you would like Stephanie and Kurt to discuss on Seek First, simply email kurt at eastridge.church. Until next time, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness.